Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Livewire Gaming Show. Um, it's been a couple of weeks again. We're busy. Get over it. This week we're talking about the Nintendo DS games, Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl. Not really, we're going to talk about the remakes, obviously. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Brilliant Pearl came out for Nintendo Switch a couple of weeks ago. I know, I, I know me and Dill have been playing it quite a bit. Steven, I've seen you jumping in and out of it. We'll get to that, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Uh, we can catch up. Where's everyone at? Still usually gets shafted with going first, so. Steven, how have you been? What have you been up to? Why don't you go doing? first? You've never gone first, so you go first. I, I opened the podcast, so technically I go first doing that, so. So I had COVID the last 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I had COVID, so I've been hibernating for the last ten days. Um, yeah, I, do you know what it was? It was I wanted to I wanted to use that ten days to like play a lot of games, but then I was like, I have no energy, I have that's no drive. You know, that's when you know you're sick. Yeah, it's yeah. like that whole when you were a kid and you're like, you know, you get given out to for like playing a game when you're sick. You're like, you're not really sick. It's like, yeah. right, this is when you know you're sick. Yeah. Um, that's when Louise knows I'm really sick. If I don't want to play a computer game, she's like, oh, you're actually sick. The lights are moving too fast for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. It was just so intense. Um, so yeah, it took me, what was the last Thursday? Um, so I started playing games on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, I think it was. So I started playing Brilliant Diamond. Got hooked into that. I'll keep that for the main segment. But yeah, really, really enjoying it. Um, playing Apex and the usual. Tried playing a bit of Destiny. Couldn't really find you know any what? reason. I, was kind of I like, mm. couldn't give a shit about the 30th anniversary stuff next week. I'm not like, I'm I'm, like, like when, it, when it comes out, when it comes out, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, let's go do the dungeon and get all the shit. But yeah. currently, right now, I'm like, I wish it wasn't coming out next week because I really don't want to play Destiny. The right gap now. was too big. Yeah, like, like I just, I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I want to play Dark Souls or something. <laughs> that's that's is the, it a that's the kind time of time event. No, 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 no. Okay, so if I bought it now, I can just like, yeah. You can play. Oh, yeah, and that's another months. thing. You have to. You can't. The tree now is a DLC. So you can't play it cross progression. So mm. if you play, if you buy it on PC, you can't pick up it on PlayStation or Xbox yeah. and vice versa. Oh, I had a feeling that. So it's kind of like you pick your one place to buy it and play it, and that's it. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> that was a bit annoying. So I have so to play it on PC. So it's not a three week thing now. Over like between now and Witch Queen or anything like that, it'll be there. So by Picked yeah, it up yeah, yeah. closer it'll to Witch Queen, it'll I'm still be there. Sure. So I can still... I'm pretty sure it'll still be there. Because I was thinking that, so that's why I was saying to you today, did you buy it? Because I was like, I don't really want to buy it because I'm not going to play it now because Endwalker's out on Friday, which I'm still not going to play. Yeah. But I don't want to pay 20 quid and then force myself in just so I can get a Gallarhorn. Yeah. Because it's a fucking limited time event. So, yeah, I don't think it's not... limited. Like the fact that the fact that you're paying for it makes me think it's not limited. That the dungeon will be there until the Cosmodrome gets yeeted. That's what I was thinking, but I, I wasn't arse looking at it. I up. haven't, to um, be honest. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't looked into it, but I would assume that's the case. Sorry, Dill. What else have you been up to? <laughs> All right, I was, I was googling it there to see. Um... In in a week where Cyberpunk has had a lot of good publicity, what have you been up to, Dill? I've been playing Cyberpunk. <laughs> and you know what? I oh actually I don't know if it was seeing that stuff on Twitter that kind of re-sparked it, but I was in I was just really in the mood to play an RPG. 
as and... as somebody who has really liked Cyberpunk for the last year, I've really enjoyed the last few days. Seen the you really have. You yeah. really fucking have. Every like second text from Kev is like, look at this, look at this Cyberpunk stuff. It's great. It um it was a toss up between that and The Witcher, and I wanted to play The Witcher more, but the remaster doesn't come out until Q3, I think it was. Yeah, it's delayed. And I was like, okay, I'll play Cyberpunk. So I um, messed around on my sentence on PC, finally got it to a state where it was actually decent. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually a night and day difference to what I was planning on. So started kind of picking up where I left off. I was about 18 hours into the game. Um, loved it. That's the yeah, point where I started deep dived. I, From that point. I, I played... About 20 hours of the game and then just start again. I do it with every game. I like play a game for like two or three hours and then just start it all over again. But with no. Cyberpunk, it was like 20 hours and just delete deleted the character and just start it again. Jesus. See, see, when I logged back in, I wanted to start again, but I saw that I had so much hours into it that I was like, no, I'm, I just want to finish. I want to get the culmination of this out of the way. And then when the anniversary, or not anniversary, just because we we're talking about Bungie, um, when the remaster. Or the next gen comes out for PlayStation 5, 100% gonna pick it up and play it on that. Um, because I actually do want to just invest, like, dive into that, invest into another story, you know. Because what's a street kid, corpo, and poor no, person, man. yeah, nomad. So, the only thing I'd say, and it's not really spoilers, it only really changes the first two or three hours Part of the game. Yeah, um, culminates it in the then, same spot. And then so. it changes, like, you get different dialogue. But I think, I really hope that that is part of the next big update they're doing, that it kind of diverges them a little bit better throughout the story. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I will say one thing. People need to move on from the cyberpunk controversy shit on both sides. Like, just agree, because it's doing good, and it's kind of like... If another game isn't doing as good right now, it's like everyone laughed at Cyberpunk. And it's like, I don't like that. That's just kind of like, yeah. just because... It's petty. Yeah. It, it, and that's I saw a lot of that stuff. Because I started following the fucking... What's it called? The new thing on Twitter. Or not new. Where you follow the, the genre or the name of it or whatever. And you yeah. get literally oversaturated yeah. with everything. You're so right. that kind of ruined it for me. So I was like, right, quick, unfollow. Yeah. Um, but... I think on both fronts, like people saying, oh yeah, but I had a shit launch. It's like, just move on, like enjoy it for what it is now. As an RPG and story-wise and the, the detail in it I, it, I think it deserves its place in the Game of the Year awards that it got nominated for. Um, but then on the same front, it's like, just because it's successful now, let it be successful. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's worth saying, like... No, what's the sorry? I was going to say, it's worth saying that the whole launch fiasco thing is mostly reserved for the poor old gen. Like, PC gamers typically had a fairly decent experience, and those who knew what they were doing with tuning their performance and reigning things. Like, I had unrealistic, unrealistic expectations that everything to max with a 3080, but then bottlenecking it with my CPU. Yeah. And, like, my now performance wasn't great anyway, but now when it's improved it's still not much better but it's smoother so i think you know to be fair to it the game that it, the game launched for pc really well but just wasn't optimized for 
PS4 and Xbox One, and Definitely. it should have never. Yeah. And that's that's a mistake they made. Is they should have just said we're not launching on this. And 100%. it's not like, yeah, exactly. And it's not like the things like Battlefield where everything is launched in one go and everything, and it's just shit everywhere. It's they got greedy, put on a platform that it shouldn't have been on, but the actual yeah. game was in a good state, just not for that console. And that's like that's another thing I saw a lot of over the last week. It was comparing it to Battlefield. And I was kind of like, Battlefield wasn't in development for 10 years. Like, it's a different genre. It's a different, like, scope altogether. So I don't like that comparison. And it's like, just laughing because Battlefield isn't in the top spot that it wish it would have been if it was given more time or whatever. But, yeah. I actually think, Battlef- I think Battlefield is a different kettle of fish. I think Battlefield is the victim of terrible decisions by the mm. developers. Whether well, that's whoever made those decisions whatever not blame the developers but the people the management level of developer the direction like, yeah they sucked a lot of just from being a kind of outside viewer of the whole battlefield thing they sucked a lot of what people really loved about battlefield out of that game and that's before you talk about the state the performance state and that but like with battlefield it's that the game modes it's it aren't finished it's not the way it's supposed to be it's it's an unfinished it's literally an unfinished product that's been launched which yeah. you can then tie into halo infinite which has the same yeah. situation going on where all of the game modes that people love are gone but they slapped on the beta tag therefore you can't complain yeah i think i think they got that with, jet, I, get a jail free card yeah. i think with halo like a lot of the complaints I've actually, so. a lot of the complaints i've seen with halo can be answered with it's a beta. This is what the beta is for. It's to test this shit before it's the finished product. But on the other side of that, is it a finished product? Should should it have launched? Probably not. And, and well, you could actually, and you could actually say the same about the campaign that's coming out in in a week. Oh, in a week that it's launching without desirable features. It, they're mm-hmm. launching without two thirds of the game being there when it launches, and it's like, should you really be giving your sixty, seventy, yeah. eighty dollars, whatever it is, or your fifteen quid on Game Pass to something that's not finished? And I think that's where the conversation has to come in. We like a lot when a lot of games get launched and they're unfinished, they get fucking slated. When Halo gets launched and it's unfinished, it's why is this? Why this is a good decision for Halo? And it's like, come on. It's pot and kettle. I think from someone who's never played Halo before, because being PlayStation growing up, I think people's glasses of the rose tint variety were too big. And it's very samey and looks like it would get very repetitive and very boring very quickly. I tried watching it on Twitch over the weekend. I got bored. Like all I'm seeing is just people throwing grenades at each other, and there just there just yeah. looks like no tactical play. I think those arena kind of style shooters, it's trying to play catch up, or it's trying to reinvent it in a time where it's not popular. Like BORs are the the high octane kind of performance first person shooter at the moment, and I just I don't think it fits in at all. And I think that player base is gonna die off very quickly over the next yeah. three months. Oh, it will. Apart yeah, it will. from the high high end like microsoft are obviously going to put money into it 
competitions wise and events and tournaments and stuff like that because of the name that it has but take the name off of it and if this was just another space sci-fi shooter arena-esque like yeah like splitgate or like what was the other one the br style that came out a couple of months ago on playstation and xbox and that can't even think of the name of it, but that was supposed to be the next big thing. Hyperscape. Um, Hyperscape, that's it. Yeah. Um, exactly, throw that Steven. tag on it. Steven, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it came out one weekend and it lasted that weekend and that was it. But you know but, what? There was actually a lot of really good stuff in that game, in that BR. Like, there's a, I didn't play it. I don't interest in playing it. But they did a lot of really good things in it. It, yeah. just, it just didn't help the fan base because of Call of Duty, Apex fortnite yeah so take the ta- take the halo tag off this and i think you'd have a fraction of um yeah. the player base I-, I think there i think there's a lot of hype around obviously halo coming out the last couple of launches have been rocky especially halo 5 um a lot of people were really unhappy with with those previous launches and i think there was a lot of excitement for halo being fixed a bit like when destiny 2 launched for destiny 1 it was destiny been fixed and we all saw how that went yeah but I think from a personal point of view, I also, I look at Halo gameplay and I just kind of go, it's not for me. I don't, it just doesn't, I've just no desire to play the game from watching people play it or watching clips. And that's a personal thing. I appreciate yeah. that a lot of people really fucking love the Halo franchise and want it to be good and want it. And that's all, just, there's nothing wrong with that. But I do think you are correct in saying that once the hype has died down from the beta going live and then when the main game goes live next week, I think you'll have a couple of months of hype and then it will. And you'll have the hardcore people that love it, that keep playing, and you'll have the competitive scene. But I do think it is a case of, it's the cool thing right now. Everyone has to play it and it's free to play, so just yeah. download it and go play it. But it will have that curve off and people will go back to their Destinies, their Call of Duty, which is shit this year apparently, to Battlefield and to apex or fortnite they'll go back to where they generally play and that'd be yeah. great because then you don't see people playing it that have never played it before and they're only talking about it because it's cool and we'll stop giving out about battle passes <laughs> like apex two or three seasons ago i remember playing that the first night it came out and i played I, it for yeah, I we played eight it. to ten hours yeah. I think it must it. have been then yeah. and i think it went up three fucking levels yeah. like it was obviously fixed later on in the season but it's like these things happen like it's not <laughs> Complaining about a battle pass of all things, I thought was a bit. Uh, I, Especially when <laughs> I think it's to do with the it's it is it's sub- a battle pass should be supplementary to your actual get playing, and I think when there's a grind heavy battle pass, if and Destiny have done it in time, Bungie did it and have scaled it back because they realized people didn't like it, but it creates that I have to play this game or I'm gonna miss out. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes in. It should be, oh, I'm playing games and naturally unlocking shit as yeah, I'm playing. And yeah. it, it feels rewarding because I'm just, like, the whole, it's better given the increased XP at the start. But it should just be a flat, high XP gain every single game, no matter how many you play. So if you have people who fucking love the fucking shit out of your game and play it, they get everything quicker. And that's normal. Yeah. But if you have someone that can only play two or three games a day or a couple of nights a week, they can still get that shit done without feeling like they're gonna miss out because no one wants to feel like they're gonna miss out but when no, they do when they have shit like that in it it makes people feel like oh i'm gonna miss out this is this is too punishing and that's like what destiny struggled with for a while with yeah. aiming with um 
just who they want to appeal to in terms of can you log in and do whatever you want to do and still progress on whatever battle pass or whatever you should have think... to do bounties in strikes and shit like that yeah. you know i also think with the battle pass some of it is really fucking stupid in that when you unlock say a color scheme you unlock that color scheme for a specific set of armor or a specific armor piece if i unlock the i don't know what different armor types are in halo but I, if i unlock a blue visor for one helmet but i don't wear that helmet i don't have access to that blue visor for the helmet i wear i have to buy that blue visor with that helmet for real life money thanks for that ralph by the way that was part of your video it's totally stolen but like but that's that's kind of like it should just be unlock blue visor for all yeah. armor but again monetization like a lot of battle passes are shit like yeah apex this one's fantastic a lot of it there's some really good stuff in it destiny's Great. one's quite is quite good but no it, it's just it's the whole way they've gone about it in that you unlock a blue visor for one piece of armor it should yeah. just be you unlock a piece of armor across the board the other thing it does as well and i noticed this last weekend was playing a bit of it is on like level two or three you unlocked four pieces of armor and it's like you've unlocked this but then all of a sudden a little like lock appears on the two of them you're like that's cheeky you made me think i unlocked four pieces of armor but now two of them are locked it's like fuck that is that Just... level locked then because you're not no it, to that's wherever. money locked serious so you've yeah, so unlocked you want... the ability to buy it basically it's a bit scummy so it's like the way in in destiny the way you've got your paid and free passes but like oh yeah it doesn't make it look like in Destiny, if you don't have the season pass, it doesn't make it look like you've unlocked that. Whereas in this one, it came up on your unlock screen yeah. and then shows this lock. So you're like, ah, fuck off. Uh, okay. I think the other side, like, I hate this whole thing. Oh, but it's a free to play game. No, it's not. It's the PvP part that's tagged on to a full priced game. Halo Infinite is yeah. a full priced game. The PvP is just a separate launched application it is still tagged onto a full priced game this shit should not be included suppose they, they think they can get away with it because it's a separate because download a, yeah uh, but no, they, they, this, no they, they absolutely can get away with it because it's a separate because they oh, yeah. are because people will fucking defend it because they love halo it's the way people are they defend the shit they love even when they do things wrong anyway dill you're talking about cyberpunk <laughs> um, was I? Apparently, no. Okay. Uh, you're yeah, just being weak anyway. Say about it. Yeah. No, it is. I, I'm. I am as a someone who loved the game at launch because I had the hardware to play it as I wanted to. It is nice to see it getting some good publicity and see people play the game and go, actually, this is a really good game. Because at the end of the day, problems aside, what's actually there is really good. Great content. It, and like, like, that's the, the thing, like. Personally, I've never disliked the game. Yeah. I just knew I wasn't going to be yeah. appreciative of the way it performed. And, and that's, that's absolutely like, fair. Yeah, like I always liked it. I always wanted to like it. I just, yeah. there was no yeah. point in and, getting hyped about it for it. You know? and, and, that, and that's the way I always, like if someone says, oh, you, you played that Cyberpunk, what did you think of it? And it says, do you have an RTX graphics card? If you do, go play it because it'll be great. If you don't have an mm. RTX graphics card, wait, wait until you do. Because yeah. it's a way better game when you have an RTX graphics card. Or a next-generation console. The the ray tracing is what makes that game as beautiful as it is. Yeah. Like, without that, it's... It's still beautiful, but... 
But it's a current gen game. It doesn't feel oh, no, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, without ray tracing, it is a completely different experience. Yeah. Oh, I was talking on, on and off and I was lowering down like my shadows and stuff like that, thinking it was gonna help it, but I was like, I can't. it's just it's no. not this, it's not the experience that yeah. I want. And that's And that's absolutely fair. Yeah. You want a yeah. certain experience and yeah, that's absolutely fair. And but like, like in terms of the char- in terms of the characters and the story and that. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, phenomenal! Yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Like, like the, the... There, there is other stuff with the um, with the character building stuff, with the weapons, with the upgrade tree and the vendors. All that sort of stuff could do with being expanded on and being reworked. Some of it needs to be reworked, absolutely. But yeah. what's actually there is fucking brilliant. That's why I enjoyed about it that you can go into that direction of builds to make your gameplay easier and comp- like build build into a game style that you want to play but what i like that it's not fun but that's the thing i like that it's not fundamental on that experience because i'm just sprawling out across the board like i like using the the copperhead rifle so i was like right i'm going to give me like give myself like 20% extra crit chance blah 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 all that shit same with handguns um so i've just been literally rotating weapons it's like, oh, I have a blue, here's a purple, and oh, I got a gold, so I'm going to throw that in instead. Instead of saying, oh no, I can't use that, I have to specifically look for um, something that complements what direction I went on the tree. But I couldn't even tell you my layout because I literally just specced into the top three, top three points across the, across the board and the odd bit of hacking, but... Yeah, Stephen. I'm gonna give as someone who you haven't played a lot of the game, and you might eventually get to it. Go hard into quick hacking. Max okay. the shit out of your quick hacking, and max out crafting as well, because then you can upgrade. So all the what are they iconic weapons? Are they called? They're the one of the a gold kind ones. weapons in the world. I think they're iconic. Oh, weapons. I don't know. Because you can then upgrade them to the max thing if you have your crafting at high as well. So quick hacking and crafting is the way to go for that, hundred percent. The quick hacking is the best way. It's the quick hacking stuff is the most unique part a gameplay experience for it. Because you have your weapons in the art. The weapons all feel great to use, but does the quick hacking stuff makes it feel like it's it's a unique thing to that game? Yeah, yeah. I don't really like the quick hacking. Oh, once you start getting good into it, when you start getting the good that's... stuff, it's fucking great. <laughs> you can clear out a whole room with one like quick hacking one enemy. Like that's Sometimes. the thing. Like I have been playing it quite stealthy actually for the way I like to play games, and I was kind of surprised. But you get so much freedom. It's like if you can run past this without touching anything and just. It's... I don't know, I don't know how to describe it properly, but it it's I just like the way it doesn't make you go one style or it's like the mission is to get from here to here to open the gate or whatever. And Yeah. You can do that any way you want. And, you don't have pu- to and you're not punished for doing it a certain way. Yeah. yeah. And like it, it is very generous with their kind of line of sight and stuff like that. Um and giving you those extra couple of seconds to let the meter fill up and stuff. Um but yeah, just re- really, really, really enjoyed it. I have to say, so I can't wait for it to come out on console to actually yeah. play it like in a, a different, different setting. Yeah, I, I really hope they they add in like certain things to that. Like, um, one very simple thing would be changing the color of your car. <laughs> like, add in a paint spray. That'd be great. 
But no, oh, there, can you not download that now? No. No, you can't edit. Right. Well, you can if you download a PC mod, but you can't change it. Just to whatever you it's want. Just, yeah, there's no editing in that. There's certain stuff in there, like the, the, the vendors need to be reworked. Um, the skill tree needs to be, like, just looked at. Not completely overhauled, but just tweaked here and there. That's a complicated skill tree. Like, every time I look at it, I go... It's really... Nah. It's actually not as complicated. Once you actually look at it, I'm like... It's the kind of thing, when you're at the end of the game, you kind of go, oh, I know what I want. It's not that complicated, but at the start, it's like, holy shit, there's, these skill trees have skill trees. Well, that is it, though, because there's, like, your attributes at the top that you can yeah. put bits into. And you click into that, and then there's this sprawling skill yeah. tree. But well, I think, what well, it's actually, it is a criticism of it that a lot of the stuff in the skill tree, it's kind of pointless stuff yeah. for the kind of game that it is. Um. Where they, they could strip out the plus 2% crit chance or plus 2% headshot damage and do that in different ways and just leave the cool fucking cyberpunk shit in the skill trees. Yeah, that would work. Anyway, Steven, what have you been up to? Lots of housework. Lots of uh, assembling furniture. Lots of drilling holes into the wall and scaring myself shitless. Um... There's currently a mirror hanging over the fireplace that I've drilled in with. Um, have you come across the hard wall packer? No. Basically, it's like this giant staple gun, but you put it against the wall and there's a little drill in it and you hand drill it and it'll go through concrete. But it goes through about three mil and then you get like this kind of hard plastic tack that you put into the hole and then you can hang stuff off it. Now, it will hang 12 kilos. The mirror is 14 kilos. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking heavy is, mirror. I put two of them in. Yeah. And I have it hanging on both of them. I'm like, maybe it'll be fine. I'm like, surely it can hold 24 kilos now with, you know, max. It's double. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's double. It's not 14 on each side. I was like, but with gravity, it kind of is. So I'm like, I check it every night just to make sure that it's not about to fall. So that's. Just, just don't stand under the mirror, basically. Well, if I stand in a mirror, my head's in the fire, so... Well, twist it's above his bed. <laughs> On the ceiling. <laughs> On the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whatever you're so in the Yeah, I like watching myself. It's crazy how um, fucking heavy mirrors are. It's the glass in them. Well, they're so fucking heavy. Proper mirrors, yeah. Like, yeah. if you get the cheapy ones that you can get from Ikea or... Hey, leave you know, Ikea alone. Shop. Like, he's grand. Actually, you know what? They, um... I sent you that picture of my new gaming mirror. room. <laughs> the mirror and the mirror. You didn't send um, a picture of your gaming room. Did I send you a picture of the L-shaped couch? No. Oh, I'll have to send you that picture. I've no, got you, so only, you only sent me the picture of this fucking mirror. Oh, I thought I sent you the picture of the couch. Maybe you did. I don't, oh, I well, I'll send it to you again. I did, but, anyway, um, so... Yeah, because I was, I was telling you anyway about the L-shaped couch and how I need to get the couch master now so I can play on it. The couch master scion or something it's called. But it's um, fucking great, like having this L-shaped couch and then the OLED in front of it. And then I've got the PlayStation, which now the controller's fucked. So it's been sent off tomorrow. Um, and the Xbox and all. So it's great to have this kind of like nice, relaxing gaming base now. So... Uh, I'm looking forward to using well, yeah. that. Your safe zone. 
I'd say so, yeah. I'll send that to you as well, actually, Phil. I, I like just having that kind of comfort corner, isn't it? Comfort. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're actually fully set up, it's it feels like it's a different experience when you're chilling out playing. Yeah. I like how you've no, positioned definitely. the L part of the couch to be in front of the OLED. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, I have to be leaning forward. You see, that's what I'm hoping what the, the couch master will do will you know, kind of help me with that. Um, but I've got space there that I can sit forward and get right into it as well. So, um, that looks well. It, it, so we, that's a pull-out L-shaped bed from JISC, which is the new like expensive Ikea down in Tralee. Oh. And, um, is it Finnish brand. rather than Swedish? No, it's Swedish, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Swedish living, what they call themselves. I, I, I need to get a, a little kind of either an armchair or a small sofa for this room just for when I'm playing on the TV. Yeah, no, it makes a massive difference to just being relaxed. Um, but other things that I did this week, so... Uh, was the last week we did the Demon Souls stuff? I know I gave you yeah. a handled a few bits. Um, that would have been about two weeks ago now. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, because it was yeah. just before like, I got sick, yeah. Like, like a I, I found myself hand. myself. Yeah. Yeah, help me kill a dragon quicker. Yeah. It's giving you a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Kev's like, yeah. I did it myself. Yeah, I did everything else. It was not, I did everything else myself, except the dragon. I was kind of like, I am not fucking bothered shooting arrows at this dragon for the next hour. Get Steven in and it makes it 20 minutes. It's quicker. Yeah. I gave you a hand. <laughs> I think that's in the um, Oxford Dictionary as a hand. I that, yeah, I think under the Oxford Dictionary definition, <laughs> helps kill blue dragon quicker is one of the definitions. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'll be doing is actually, yeah, speaking of cyberpunk, um, after I had the room set up, Deirdre came in and I was like, oh, have a look at this. And I put on cyberpunk just to show her. I said, like, I have ray tracing on, on the OLED, can relax. And I was like, that's great. Loaded up the mission where, um, I didn't realize it was in this mission where uh, you, I think you, V goes into an ice pod and you go into like, you see the Matrix or something. And then John, you go back and see visions from Johnny back in like 2013 and he's playing the gig. And then after the gig, he goes backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, where's this going? And then it's backstage, there's a woman there. I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then they start doing that. And then I can just see Tear just on her phone and looking up, being like, what are you playing? I was like, I really Future sex, baby. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was waiting for a prompt to be like, press X to orgasm or something. <laughs> yeah. And Spend then I was like, streetwise points. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, here, I'll show you this really cool trick. I was like, Alt F4. I was like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> so I need to go back and play that on my own. Um, he on my own in the dark yeah. room <laughs> with the, the mirror positioned on, on right the L. <laughs> on the L yeah oh, but um no and then the other thing was uh playing Pokemon and um, brilliant diamond yeah. so uh yeah talk about that in a bit what about you Kev oh and the other one other thing that I did was nearly give myself a fucking heart attack trying to install RAM in my new laptop oh oh and a uh, laptop game yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Gaming laptops are not built for. They're supposed to be built to be upgraded, upgraded, but um, the pla back plastic part of it did not want to come off, and I nearly had to snap it in half. And that was the only way you could take it off is basically bend it back, and it just Jesus. popped out. It was scary. 
So uh, I did that, but and it's did upgraded. You, did it work after? Was it okay? Yeah, yeah. It's upgraded now and uh, working fine. Um, better investment than a MacBook, anyway. So nice for anyone who needs to hear that. Um, and the plastic. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have to redo my um, thermal paste this weekend. I said I was going to do it, so I'm dreading that. <laughs> do you, you need don't... to do it? Yeah, no one ever needs to do it. Like, are, are you having performance problems? Cyberpunk is bottlenecking still a little bit. It'll still bottleneck. Yeah. It will, yeah. Right. Now, I haven't like, done it in three years, so. If you're not having problems with heat, it doesn't need to be done. Yeah, it is very cool, actually. I was only hitting, like, 48 yeah, I wouldn't when I was in, like... I wouldn't areas. even touch that. Jeez, mine hits, like, 80 or 90. And I'm yeah, still, like, I that's grand. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't bother. Okay. Who, who did your thermal paste for you that, that that helped you get those temperatures, Dill? Just just asking for a mate. Kev, give me a hand. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't... It didn't make anything fucking quicker, believe me. Oh. What was it? What we, had, we ran into... Sorry, before I get into that. Oh, yeah. We ran into some weird... Oh, it was your fucking... Your M2 drive. Your fuck Not your M2. Your, um... What was before NVMe? Your SSD. Yeah. Your, your yeah. fucking... Your Samsung SSD. They didn't supply the cable with you. That, that was the oh, problem. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So I was kind of like, how the fuck am I supposed to connect this to... And I took forever. I was like, oh, they just never... The package never came with that cable in it. So I had to give you one of my ones. That's that's what the Your problem is. Oh, and we couldn't figure out how to open the, the case. That's what it was. Yeah, the, the PC PSU case. part is... Yeah, yeah I was kind of like, I don't want to just pull Pepper. this because I'm afraid I'm going to break it. And it was actually just pull it and it was fine. Yeah. Just gave it a hand. Just gave it a hey, hand. Hey, what, what have I been up to? Um, I think off, apart from playing Brilliant Diamond and Child and Pearl, after... Jumping into Demon Souls with you, and after playing the Elden Ring network test, I kind of finally finished Demon Souls. I got through it real quick, and then nice. after finishing it, I went and got the platinum trophy on it because I'm a fucking masochist. Um, it's it's, it's a kind of it's actually not it. The, the platinum trophy looks worse on paper than it is. Like, I think it you, took you longer arguing with me about doing it than it took than you actually. actually yeah, oh yeah, it. probably. I did it in like a day. Yeah. It was one day plus a bit to do it. I got like, I think I did like 74% of New Game Plus in one sitting. And then just wrapped up the rest of the stuff and uh, save scummed that towards the end. For what it's worth, Dale, I save scummed on the final boss. So when you're what playing does that it, mean if you're. To a I finished person? the game, got my last trophy, and then deleted my save and re downloaded the old save from the cloud. So I haven't finished the game technically. So it means when you're playing it, I can join you wherever you are, rather than okay. having to run through certain parts of the game like Steven had to. So I've a, I've a okay. save before the final boss, basically. Yeah, I would like to jump back into it. Yeah. Um, Whenever it you want to like, play it, just give me a wasn't show. Wasn't in the mood. Um, yeah, I'm I'm away this weekend, so maybe next week. Yeah, wherever you want, no problem. And then Dark Souls three. And then Dark and Souls three. We're Street. gonna play that a bit yeah. tonight, I think. Actually, uh, apart from that. I don't actually get played out in the park from Demon Souls last week. Yeah. And Brilliant Diamond. Um Yeah, I think that's all I did, to be honest. Yeah, it's... I don't think you've been doing much at all, really. No, I haven't fucking I was sick over the weekend as well. Um mm -hmm. I'm alright though. Um apart from... yeah, I think it was it was 
just Demon Souls. Um, I can't remember when I stopped playing Forza. I just kind of got bored of playing that, but I think that was before the last podcast. Um, I, yeah, I, inst- I, I installed on games on my PC. Does that count? I installed That's... Bioshock um, to play. I installed Dark Souls 3 to play it. Um yeah, that's all I've really done. Play Pokemon. I played I've played like thirty hours of Brilliant Diamond China Pearl, so that's why I've been just sitting on the sofa playing that while Louise has been watching shit. How many did you say? Sorry. About thirty hours I think I'm in. Oh nice. nice. I haven't finished the game yet though. I spent half Standards. Of it. I Still spent in half of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I spent half it in the um, in the underground. Ah, okay. I think I've got five or six badges, so I'm I'm, I'm getting there. What's it, eight badges? Eight, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think with that's that, a good segue. Yeah, I think let's we jump in. Yeah. Move on to those Nintendo DS games that we're going to talk about. Nintendo. It, it wasn't funny the first time. It's not funny this time, Kev. Let the joke die. Um, yeah. So, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Giant and Pearl came out Friday week ago. Friday, two weeks ago. By the time this podcast yeah. goes live, <laughs> um. They were going to be delayed. Steven was a li- little bit delayed, but they weren't delayed for me and you. We got them on time. Um, yeah, because yeah. I got no notification. Right? So GameStop sent out that email during the week to say yep. there's going to be potential delays. And then they said there is going to be delays. And I still haven't heard about the pre-order bonuses yet. They're still not yeah. in. They're still not in. Yeah. So what I'll were the pre-order bonuses? It's like it was two a little... steel case. There's and... no steel case. Oh, is there no steel case? No, I thought there was steel. I, I, I ordered this edition of it. Like, I got the that one pack, yeah. because okay. I thought there was a steel case. Apparently not. Okay, so there's no steel case. You get a little Palkia or Dialga kind of yeah. like amiibo kind of thing. Yeah. And Not a sure. Pokemon ball, a Pokeball badge, is it? I don't know. Um, it's, it's a pretty crappy yeah. order bonus. If there's but no yeah. steel case. So, yeah, so... Yeah, there's not. I, I I love them still books. So now now Pokemon Diamond and Pearl released however long ago now, eight or nine years ago now for the DS, um, and the Pokemon fan base as they do have been clamoring for remakes. It's now going to move on to X and Y, I imagine, but um, they were clamoring for remakes and they released a couple of weeks ago. Um, I found it quite funny when I started playing. I was kind of like, I have no memory of this game, like. I've no, I don't remember any of this, even though I played it and I've played all of them. I was like, I don't. And it was only when I got to the cycle road where you're kind of cycling down, but you can go under it at when you get to the end of it. I was kind of like, ah, oh, now I remember this game. Yeah. So yeah, so they're. I think they're very faithful remakes. They're not like Final Fantasy VII remake where they overhaul and everything Drastic, they are very yeah. very faithful remakes to the originals it has this they have the same bugs and everything the same glitches it's hilarious oh um, man my youtube recommendations list is just here's how to clone this here's how to make shinies i'm like yeah what is that this is class but i am not doing this yeah. no yeah just in case yet <laughs> but they are very faithful remakes even the art style isn't completely out of um sync with the original versions um, maybe that's the the first thing we should talk about is yeah, the graphics the graphics and the arts because what did you that think was of it, hu- that was a huge uproar when it first came out on the nintendo direct and i remember being one of the yeah. like so <laughs> i'll start this by saying i'm not i played red blue and yellow that's all i played for pokemon i haven't played um, this either 
Yeah, fucking so I, yeah. So I don't have any experience of Diamond to Pearl, and um, yeah. So when I saw the graphics for from the Nintendo Direct, I went, "Fuck these stupid, cheapy graphics! I don't like them at all." I agree. Now, I was on, I was completely the on the fence. Yeah, completely on the fence. Game. It's actually fine. Like I actually enjoy the overworld sprites and stuff. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. The part that I hate is the change then to the Pokemon Let's Go, the newer Pokemon updates in the battle screen and stuff. You're like, okay, so this little sprite turns into this like oh, awesome yeah. city one. You're like, what is going on? It's like, why are these like it just it's really distracting then when you go from one art style to another. Yeah. Because I associate the, the newer art style with the newer games. And then Diamond and Pearl feels like it's in the middle between the two. I would have rather it just stuck to one or the other. Um, but no, like the, what I, I thought I'd be annoyed with the graphics for the overworld, but it's actually it's actually enjoyable. Because I'm playing on the on only playing it in undocked mode. So I feel like everything being slightly undocked fatter mode. and yeah. As opposed everything. to like docked mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't get what you're giving out. I'm technically correct. The best kind of correct. What's the issue? Don't Google docking. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. Google image docking. No, I will not. I cannot no. be held responsible for anybody who searches docking in Google. Um, But yeah, like it's... It's actually perfect for that size screen. I think yeah. if there were proper graphics and stuff, it might have been a bit hard to get into. But no. My, my, I take back my reservations. And yeah, I, like I, the I, I, I agree. I, I was one that when, when they were announced and they showed off the, <clears throat> the, the kind of the, whatever you want to call it, you use the term, I don't know what it is, but they, the overworld. GB. Yeah. I was kind of like, uh, I'm going to play it and I'm going to be excited for it. I'm not a big fan of that art style, but it is what it is. I'll get over it. But when I started playing, I was actually like, you know what? I actually, it's, it, it, I like it. It's fine. I actually quite, yeah. I think it's kind of cute or something. Um, I will say that like some of the spaces actually look incredibly nice to look at. Like the, the reflections in shiny surfaces are actually really, really high quality for a Pokemon game. Like if, even in, in your house in Pallet Town, um, New Bark Town, is it? Or is that, I don't know, whatever. That's one thing, the names actually just went over my head for yeah. everything. I was like, yeah. I couldn't follow that at all. Jubilee City is all I remember. Jubilee, because I said it to you about 40 times. But yeah. yeah, the like even when you're in, in the starting bedroom, the like the, the reflections in the floor is really nice. Like, oh, I can actually see reflections. And if in the opening area of the game where you go off to where Mesprit is, I think, in later in the game, um the water looks really good. Like the water oh, yeah, in the yeah, caves. Looks yeah. Really, really good. So yeah, like I think I think in terms of like it is a a throwback kind of in art style to those older Pokemon games, but at the same time, I think it's done in a really nice and colorful and bright way. I think like Louise looks at it and goes, "How do you play in that? That looks like how are you playing that?" But from me, it's like, "Ah, oh, you know what? It, yeah, it's fine. It's nice. It's cute. It's colorful. It, it, I don't have a problem with it anymore." Um, yeah, I think 
I get what you're saying, Stephen, about the transition from one to the other. Um, I hadn't really thought about about it too much. It's it is what it is. I don't really pay attention to my character's model when I'm in battles. I'm kind of thinking, how quick can I get out of this battle and just get to the next part of the game? So, yeah, that's another thing. There is a lot of battles. I feel oh, like yeah. there, it. It didn't feel like this. I I haven't played the original, but just the the classic DS style games. It didn't feel like it was that like in your face like it literally feels like once you're in that zone you're like right i'm gonna have to fight at least seven or eight people here before i can fucking get to the next next part i i um, found that like the the wild battles are rap feel like they're ramped up yeah like, i feel like i've gone walk, from a battle you can't walk as far without getting nabbed by a wild pokemon oh repels have been thrown yeah. on yeah oh really <laughs> yeah i i found that i've taken I've gone into battle and then literally taken a step or thought about stepping and then I'm in another one. Like, another thanks. one. Thanks. Yeah. I think caves feels like it's turned up a lot. Yeah. That's another one where you can't move. That's where mm -hmm. the repels and elixirs or not elixirs, uh, ethers and all that have gone up. Um, but going back to graphics, I think I, I, I love it. Um, like that, I didn't see the whole appeal for going back and revisiting that kind of art style where it's that chibi animation mm -hmm. that it's it's just fat and kind of clunky but as when you're playing it it feels really nice That's and i think good. if it does feel very current in terms of like if this wasn't the remake and it was just made today as a pokemon game i think it would still be received well um i agree it's not very next gen it's just very it's it's nice it's 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 it's, it's what, what it needs to be to as well yeah like after after this experience i would happily take this kind of style mm. in remakes throughout the the franchise. Yeah, I, I think after this one, I won't give out or be hesitant going into a new game or a remake. The art style is what it is. They, they get, I don't actually mind it. it, it I'm just going to be like, yeah, it is what it is. I'll take it. And then when I play it, I'll either like it or I won't, but I'm still going to play it. So there's no point complaining about it. Be interesting if they do remake X and Y. They were the first ones that were really 3D. Like they were the first ones oh, that yeah. did the 3D stuff. So it'll be interesting. Was that in the French one. region? Yes. Yeah. Kalos, yeah. 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 So it'd be interesting to see what if they remake them, which I don't think they should because they're still pretty fucking modern. The only thing is you can't play them on a Switch. You have to have a 3DS. But yeah. that's the case. With but even ports, like if you could port that over the Switch. Like, mm. I just think it's because, like, the Switch feels like this is their home for the next double-digit years in the in the Nintendo cycle, whether it's the Switch Pro next or whatever. But it would be nice to just bridge that gap and bring them all onto this one kind of home, um, whether that be a cloud or remakes or ports, you know. Even if the uh, Switch Online membership included um, <laughs> yeah. a DS, although actually we never talk about that. The bullshit and the audacity of Nintendo to fucking charge for N64 stuff. No, it's the most I Nintendo actually don't mind that... them charging for it. What bugged me was how fucking much they charged. Yeah. It's like 250% the price. Yeah. Fuck off. Right, was... Nintendo Online is very much tanked in, compar in comparison to what they wanted it and expected it to be. Um, it's just, it's, it feels very greedy. Very, very greedy. Yeah. yeah. But, but um, go on, Dan. 
No, it's just saying. Just I have I haven't played it originally before, so I've I've played about twenty hours of it, ish. So as a first experience, I'm loving it. Like it, it's perfectly paced, like Pokemon, mm. like RPG wise in terms of like you go into the next city and then you're fighting near Team Galactic or whoever it is. That's Team the, Galactic the are actually a really good fucking enemy, whatever you want to call them. To go against, they're really good villains. In comparison to some of the other ones, these ones are actually good and believable, yeah. and you understand their goals. But it, it's, um, yeah, I think I think it's it's very well paced in 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 that terms. Like, I love just the streamline of it, but the one part I don't like, and I don't know if it's just my experience or if I'm just not looking in the right areas. I just feel like you see the same wild Pokemon. Yeah constantly like i'm sick of seeing bidoofs and the next evolution of bidoof i'm sick of seeing fucking i know in caves and all that you see zubats and golbats and that's normal but i just feel like i see bidoofs and geodudes constantly yeah <laughs> and it's just like give me some I, I, I think after you've beaten the elite four, <clears throat> i think that changes i think when you unlock the the thing for whatever i can't think of what's called now but i think do you think when you when you beat the champion it unlocks more so more okay. pokemon can spawn because you unlock rare spawns and you unlock um the i can't think of what's called off the top of my head but i do think more unlocks when you finish the game when you get to the end game see i don't like that because that's the point where i stop playing and i know it's probably a, not the right way to approach it but i feel like same way cyberpunk for example i don't want to finish those last few missions because i know i'm going to be like oh, i finished it i don't want to do all the side quest stuff because i'm like i've already reached that peak of the story same with being being oh, the, with the cyberpunk the it's kind of different League. you don't get the peak of the story if you don't do the side missions because you get the shit ending you don't get the good ending you no know, you know you know what i mean I just know, in terms know, of yeah, the game the game is finished um i i know there's the collectionist part of it or completionist and you can go and fill the decks and you get your shiny charm and all that kind of stuff but i don't like playing it that way so it's like let me traverse through the game catch everything yeah and then if i get to the end and i need yeah. another 20 or 30 i'm like right okay i might just because yeah. i'm so close but yeah. not like let me catch 10 different variations then it's like here's another 140 that you've unlocked now yeah. because now that that game. was that was an issue with diamond and pearl when they first launched that um pull it off the top of my head you don't you can't get i don't think you can get an eevee for example until the end game even though the game came with <laughs> the game came with a new eevee evolution oh, yeah evolutions yeah. but you couldn't actually get it until the end game there's other examples where people want specific pokemon to be in their team but you can't actually get them until the end game now when platinum yeah. came out they changed some of that where and that's what people a lot of people are disappointed well on reddit anyway because reddit's reddit's a lovely place but on reddit it's like why they should have remade the, those games but with the changes they made for platinum yeah which they haven't they are very because that's a more modernized change yeah. then as well because platinum obviously came out after yeah and it, platinum corrected the mistakes of diamond and pearl that people didn't like so yeah, yeah you can feel restricted in the pokemon that you can get in your team for the campaign of the game yeah because like my... sorry Dil. no go on steven i was just saying like my um my main six are built up comprised of legendaries <laughs> like i literally have fucking manaphy and the alga as part of my 
top six because it's like I haven't found much variation in terms of different types to bring into the Elite Four, you know? Mm. Go on ahead, Stephen. I was going to say, the one thing I do like, which I know that they say it just straight away, and I, um, I was like, oh, this is great, is that the the Pokedex is... You all right there, Kev? I just got 100 euro. <laughs> Guess what you're buying. Um, <laughs> which queen? You know what the... Sorry, just to completely just come across it for two seconds, Stephen, in that... I think I'm very reasonable that if I buy something for somebody and they, they're buying it to give me the money back, I just say, just give me Steam vouchers, it works for me. I think that's a very reasonable way of doing it, rather than sending me the money. Just just send it to me on Steam. It's money in the bank. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, it's money in the bank. Sorry, Stephen, go on. The, the way the Pokedex is to complete it and to unlock the national decks, you only need to see 151. Yeah not capture them. I hate that in all the other games where it's like capture 151 to unlock your shiny charm. Like, nah, man. I you, still have, actually, you do still have to get 150 all of the Pokemon in the game to get your shiny charm. I was just going to ask that. Fuck's I sake. can't wait for Pokemon Home to be yes. compatible where I just go, mass Everything. <laughs> yeah. Please let that. It's, I think it's confirmed for Q1 22. Yeah. But they just, it's generally March. two or three months after launch. Because uh, I do not want to fucking capture everybody. Because I'm going to have to get you to transfer stuff over anyway. And same for Dill and, and Shine and Pearl, versa. Yeah. yeah, like for the exclusives. So, uh, yeah. I can, I can offer you a Bidoof <laughs> or a Graveler. <laughs> can I offer you now, a Bidoof that's actually these thing, times? You, you, you can't actually get Ditto until the end game either. Yeah, which means that you can't do the breeding then. Like, I've been reading a lot about breeding because I've never had to do it. And I'm like, oh, I have a chance. I had a chance. I was like, oh, this must be good to breed. And I was like, oh, chance is great. But you need a ditto. I was like, okay, I'll get a ditto. I get it till you're done. Oh, that's that's. There is a lot of finite things like that that they just don't get right. And it just breeds more frustration. No, I think they've got them right in the later games. Yeah, like in Sword and Shield, you got a ditto very quickly, so you could start that stuff very quickly. But in the older games, yes, they were much more, and especially Diamond Pearl, were notoriously restrictive in that until the end game. Now, if you go into the underground, you can catch a lot more, and I think that's where I've caught some of my stuff is in the underground. But that we'll get onto that in a minute. <laughs> like just while we're on to go gripes. The one thing I just I don't like I never liked in the franchise was having to trade to evolve. Yes. Like, let me have a golem, let me have a fucking Machamp, and let me have a Gengar. Like I don't. <laughs> or give just... me a way in game to trade with someone yeah. like an NPC or a PC or something. Like don't. Now a few of the NPCs do offer it, but. They're off, they're asking for like the most obscure thing that like you know you're not gonna get until the end of the game. Yeah, I haven't come across them, so I don't know. But that is a gripe of mine as well because yeah. Kev, Kev messaged me the other day. He's like, "I see you online. Jump into this code." I was like, "Okay," and then trade. Here, here, here's. Uh, I wanted a matchup. <laughs> here's Kadabra. Here, here's my champ. So here you go. Now trade him back. He's, he's like, "Thanks for Zubat, prick." <laughs> Yeah, just the, now he's nowhere to be seen. I, I need him now, and he's fucking nowhere to be seen. I'm around. I, I have my switch right here. 
I'm getting Wait, you after this. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon currently being played. It's very because I need to get I need to get set up on your link code as well. Uh, and there's my yeah. team. Oh, that's a nice team. I was gonna ask, who did we all go with as a as a starter? I think we all went with our starters. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? From not playing this game and like playing Pokemon Go and that over the years, I never took a a liking to this these gen generations of starters like Piplup, Chimchar, and Turtwig. Especially the later evolutions, like the third evolution, Empoleon, I thought was a bit like yeah, I'm not okay. yeah. Same with Infernape and what was your doing? Not Infernape. Infernape is Mom, can I get a Blaziken? We've got Blaziken at home. <laughs> <laughs> but like th that dual type of fighting and fire I think works really well. Um mm. and I have uh, like I've taken to it like oh it feels like a new a new starter to me because it was just one of those that I was like, Oh yeah, it's I never had that relationship with it as a like a younger experience by by playing it and this is like your your new starter so that was one thing i really like so i really like him for a night now yeah same i i really find that he's uh probably overpowered because uh that, that, that's the thing with pokemon and that's the elite that's four will ratio him don't worry yeah I, oh, really? that is the thing Earthquake. with pokemon like if, <laughs> if you have any idea of how the games work which they're not very complicated it is literally just it's a rock paper scissors but you know what wins before you start the battle yeah and and that's it isn't the most complicated system so yeah everything everything is overpowered <laughs> the elite well, four are wrong. overpowered are they no yeah, we're hearing them yet i feel i feel they are compared to the rest of the game I did. I last night. I did. Fantania is that her name? The fifth mm. one. Um, I did her one, and she had me down to the last Pokemon, which was off time. No, actually, yeah. Which one was she? She did clean stuff. Um, the, the ghost type is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she one cleaned her, house with me. One of her has cleaned out my stuff. I was kind of like, "What the? This is not." Normal. Was it the Quagsire? No. It was no know. whoever had the quagsire. That was a fucking beast. <laughs> he was junky. Yeah. Jesus. It's it's no mill tank from gold and silver. No, but it felt on that caliber like it was oh, that kind of. She had something. I remember it might have been her Miss Magius maybe. That took no, out. That, that, that took out three no, of that... mine. Oh, maybe it, it was because like, yeah, it, it one hit killed yeah. three of mine. I was like, what? This isn't a change. Yeah, same. Yeah. Send send out the level forty luxury with bite or crunch to take it out there. That's exactly what I had to do. It was the only. Do you know what I it left. was? No, do you know what it was with me? Right, I was I was playing through that. I was kind of like, oh, I'm gonna use these gym battles to um to level up my lower stuff, and then by the time I was like, no, nope, it just cleaned it out. So like, right, putting out the level forty luxury, be fine. Yeah. You had Driftblim, um, Gengar, and Miss Megius. Yes, the Miss Megius. Yeah. Miss Megius. Yeah. Cleaned me out. Yeah, same. Um, but I was going to say, yeah, the other thing that, while we're on gripes, is the battle animations. I've had to turn them off because it takes so long. But wow. the battles themselves feel like they just drag on. They're not quick. Um, you know what it you, is, sorry. Did you turn tech speed up to fast in your settings? Yeah, of course. That's for yeah, yeah. sure. 
I need to do that because my biggest gripe with the game, and I'm fucking sick of seeing it, is Infernape or blah 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 is waiting for your oh. direction. And it's just like that extra dialogue box, it just takes up so much time because it's not like you're delayed in any means. You're literally like spamming A and it's like, it's waiting for your direction. It's waiting for your direction. And it's just like, means they like please, you. please. <laughs> I don't care. It means they like you. I feel like they, um, yeah. they, what's the word I'm looking for? They get, for a better word of get rid of, they dispel their status effects a lot more like if you're poisoned or sleep or uh burned they're kind of like oh we got rid of it so he doesn't make you feel bad i feel like that happens a lot and yeah. I, I actually like that if you use the same team quite frequently that does happen because they yeah shows the relationship the relationship yeah they like they, they yeah. have a good relationship it just so they like oh yeah, yeah i can do this now was the um was the underground in the original games i actually don't know I got, but I was actually thinking of that. I I think there was something, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Because it feels very reminiscent of the the wild area in the new one. It is. Yeah, where they yeah. have their their own dens types and stuff like that, and mm. um, and it's overworld, which looks really nice. And you can play it with your friends. Yeah. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or random people that. online. Mm -hmm. Nice. Always make um, sure I haven't. Always I haven't make sure you're online in the underground because the group gets prog progress together for the okay. um, diglet capturing stuff. So the group progresses together, whereas if you're by yourself, you progress solo. So it takes way longer. I don't know how many people are with you. I think there's like ten, maybe twelve people down there, and you can see each other running around and you can interact with each other. It's kind of cool. Okay. But you can go down as a like we could set up a link code where we go down together, or if we're in a group, we can go down together as well. So kind of cool. How do you find? Do you guys find the underground? Because I haven't touched that at all, apart from getting the first scope or whatever it was of it. Yeah, um, I, I've I spent quite a lot. In, like I've played thirty hours, twenty nine, thirty hours, and I've only got five gym badges as well. <laughs> so Jeez. I've I spent quite a lot of time in the underground at the beginning, um. Yeah, it's it's good. Like it gives you access to kind of rarer Pokemon earlier in the game. Um, like each each room before you get into all the statue stuff, each room has it's like a set, um, set amount number of Pokemon that can spawn. So different rooms have different types. So you could be in a rock room, it spawns a rock type Pokemon. But each room has a rare Pokemon that can spawn, mm -hmm. and you can force them to spawn with your statues in your den. So what I spent a lot of time down there was just getting the colored statue. So you got three different um, levels of statue. You got the basic bitch statues, you got color statues, and then you have the legendary statues. I don't have any legendary ones yet. But I spent a lot of time getting the color statues because they have a much bigger effect on what on forcing the spawns in specific rooms. So in your den, if you put in a bunch of fire-type statues, if there's a fire-type Pokemon gonna spawn in a specific room it increases the chances of the fire type one spawning so for example magby was a rare spawn in one room so i threw a load of fire statues fire statues into my den which increased the chance of fire pokemon spawning which forced the magby to spawn oh okay yeah so now where's your den huh where's your den in the underground 
in the grand. I was waiting for that point in the game for it to tell me, like in Ruby and thing, it tells you it's like, oh, you can now dig into this wall to make it a does. fucking base or whatever. I didn't come across that in the story. It gives I didn't you... come across anything about it then. Yeah, it gives the, you, the old it gives guy you brings you down. The old guy brings you down, and then you go back up, speak to the old guy again, and he'll give you some sort of drill thing. And it just says, point at a wall and make your den. So you go down to the underground. He says, come back with something. Yeah. I remember Googling that, and I hadn't got what he was asking for. But it's something, like... v- it's something very basic that he asked you to bring back. I'm not sure what it was. Okay. But yeah, you just go I... down, drill into a wall, and boom, there's your den. I'm gonna go to him right now and see what the fuck he wants. <laughs> this guy's playing fucking Pokemon during the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not anything. It, 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 there's, yeah, there's a, there's a drill. There's a drill that he gives you. He, so he gives you one. They're one use. So when you use it to make your den, it's gone. But you can buy more of them in the underground from the vendors down there if you want to move your den. Oh my gosh, transactions down there. Not with, not with money, with fucking Pokemon money, you fucking tool. The microtransactions in Pokemon games? <laughs> my god. Yeah, Toxic. you play Pokemon Go. It's how we know each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the other game's cool. I spend a lot of time. So you can you go to the sparkly bits on the wall and then you can tr- chip into them and they they give you the statues um during there's a like a, a bar counts up when you're down there for diglet you when you're running around the underground you'll see diglets and dug trios they'll disappear they'll leave a thing like in Deepstone crypt where the bit of the guys there you have to pick it up <laughs> the only way i can describe it um you pick that up and when the group bar gets to 40 it says something special will happen in the underground so that does two things if you drill into walls then when the counter is up you get the color statues which are green they're not shinies they have no effect on shinies they're, they just increase the chance they do look really nice actually i noticed that they're cool the, the and they have the sparkle yeah. like the shiny pokemon but they don't do it the shiny i don't know why they did that but yeah they're, they're just they're called color pokemon statues but the other thing it does it actually does half the shiny rate or doubles the shiny rate when you're down there. So the base shiny rate's one in four thousand and ninety six. During that period, it's one in two thousand and forty, whatever. Now with the shiny charm and with chaining, you bring that right down. But it does increase shiny rates during that period of time. It's chaining yeah. in this again, is it? Yes, chaining's in this. I fucking hate chaining. <laughs> I fucking hate chaining. That's but you can, the... get, you can get really good shiny rates through training though it's the only thing so ch- chaining is just encountering or defeating you or can't encountering do the same thing defeating defeating okay yeah. you can't do it until you I, I think you get it with the national decks or I was thinking the national it's... decks you get yeah. something for your pokey pokey watch that I would oh yeah scans you, it yeah, yeah okay, and, and then you can chain then and you can get really good shiny rates from training from chaining it's like you can literally gar- nearly guarantee it like i know a guy did like a one and he did like a 50 chain on um bag on and got five shiny bag on in an hour so Jesus. you can get really good shiny rates in it if you chain and this is one thing that i'm i, I don't know what section we're on but I want to kind of talk about some oh, of the things that I do. we're just kind of into the wind here. That's fine. One, I want to kind of praise the game for a couple of things, and I think 
one of them is the mechanics in that thinking back to my time with yellow and blue and red and even with let's go a lot of this stuff is new to me so a lot of these kind of like i'm reading up on stuff because i'm wondering what do i do next and reading that the national decks comes when you see 151 and then that unlocks more spawns i know you were saying deal that's not really great but for me i'm kind of going oh there's new things to unlock that normally when i just beat the elite four for me it's like ah, that's what i'm done now like that's, yeah, that's really shiny hunt but now i'm like oh there's more pokemon and now i can there's the underground that i can do the shiny hunts and there's even the not they're not the raid dance but they have like a park where all the legendaries yes. are that you put a statue yeah. into and that's a way for you to just do your soft resets for your shiny legendaries i'm like i love that like that to me now is like oh it makes getting a shiny more accessible i might have to still reset it four thousand and ninety six times mm-hmm. but it's that but idea it's of like yeah it's it's possible now how many what's that for i think that's for regidrock oh yeah i, I gave up doing that because no! i thought that's too long yeah, yeah, not not a shiny, shiny hunting at all. Like it's, I do it in Pokemon Go. That's the the because you don't have to do anything in Pokemon Go. You just exactly. keep clicking. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating, but it's um yeah, like I'm liking that brilliant diamond and shining pearl seem to have these mechanics baked into the game for further on, and yeah. that it's not just around catching Pokemon and then that's it. Collect your one of fifteen, you're done. There's more stuff behind it, and even bringing in those legendaries, and hopefully then we'll um we might have ways to collect more than one legendary, or they'll bring in other things. What's Kev doing? That's he's playing Pokemon Go. I got a raid invite. You did, yeah, you bastard. Yeah, because like even the the thing I'm more not annoyed with, but it's like it's a it's frustrating is that because a lot doesn't unlock till after you do the yeah. national decks or whatever or after you complete the game it's like going into the end game like going into the elite four my variation i feel like this is the worst i've had yeah. in all the games like it's i i don't have like i'm i more so have one type with three different subtypes on it so mm-hmm. like my dialga might have dragon dark and um ice rather than like having an actual dark type you know um, yeah. and it is it is great though that a lot of the Pokemon in this gen are dual types. Yeah. Because I think if they didn't have that, the game would feel way more difficult than it should do. Because as yeah. I was saying, there the you won Fantania, like she nearly she one shot at least two, if not three, of my Pokemon. And I only beat her because I had a looks Luxor with bite on it that I could actually get her at the end. But it's um It's tough when yeah. you're limited, isn't it? Yeah. And that's and, it's making it more difficult because of that because that Steven, selection seems. Would you say it's the Dark Souls of Pokemon? <laughs> I would. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Demon Souls of Pokemon. Demon Souls, but, it's, but it's like you yeah. know the way you have your core team by the end of the game. Yeah, and it's like the and, and that's usually just, the team you stay with forever. You yeah, might add, like you might add in the legendary into it, but for the most part, yeah, I get what you're saying. So like. This is the first game where I'm actually struggling on the Elite Four. I have a I have a save at the champion and she is shit stomping me. Like I'm literally there was only one time out of about fifteen to twenty resets that I actually had a chance and I got like fucked out of it for stupid shit. 
but I'm like, do I abandon it and take another two or three different variations of Pokemon in my box and go level them because that's what it feels like I have to do mm. because the types are so sparse that it's like she has one Pokemon, I won't say spoilers or whatever, but if I had a specific type to match that, I know I could two-tap it, whereas I have nothing to counter it right now. And TMs, I have nothing that I could learn that will benefit me whatsoever. So I literally have to spam revives, put out a tank, and just let him absorb everything while I revive five other Pokemon. You know what? That's actually one of my big gripes with the game, and it's because it's such a... Um... A, a remake that's very committed to the fr- I, I used the term earlier i can't remember it. my brain has just gone oh. to mush faithful remake because it's a very faithful remake when you use a tm it breaks and i yeah. it's it it's one of those quality of life changes that as the games went on they went yeah that's a stupid thing let's now you have tms and tors where tors break after one use and you can get them first tms once you have it you have it forever and you can keep using it but that's yeah. one thing. Going back to an older game and kind of like, oh, I hate it when it was like this. Yeah, because it used to be just the HMs that didn't break, wasn't yeah. it? However, I like that HMs aren't the thing in this game. It's one of those things yeah. that's a really good quality of yeah. life thing. That there's no HMs that you just get it as part of your the watch. Pokemon. Watch. Pocket. Pocket. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to teach it to a Pokemon anymore Pokemon, as well. Yeah. Yeah. But you can if you space. want to do it. And you can get rid yeah. of it then. Because, like, Surf yeah. is such a powerful water move, you might as well have it on. Yeah. Sometime, for example. But now, like, uh, I, I quite like that difficulty level. I think that's a complaint that some people do have, is that the games are too easy. That's like, ah, oh, he has a fire type, I'll use a water type. Yeah. Uh, he has a dark type, I'll use a fighting type. Whereas I think I I enjoy that. Oh, I actually have to think about what I'm using. Mm. Um, I think it is a bit jarring when you're coming from the other side of like, ah, oh, you should just play through it. And I get my story, I get my thing and I enjoy it. And that's that where I do get that. It is a bit jarring, but I, I like it. I, and that's, I'm yeah. somebody, I'm somebody who takes my time playing through things. Like it's yeah. rare. Like if I ever go on to how long to beat this, whatever it is. And it's, if it says it takes 20 hours, that's taking me 35 hours. Or if it says whatever, 50 hours it's gonna take me 80 hours it's i just i play games really slowly it's why i'd be i'd be the worst fucking streamer because i just take so long playing through things mm. and not because i'm struggling i just take things at a very slow pace yeah um so and so by the time i get to the elite four like what level was your stuff when you got to the elite four i think i was 60 yeah like my like my team after like my main badges, was 60 and then they were like yeah. 56 and stuff like that yeah i think i've got five badges just i'm just gonna double check that real quickly um like the elite got... four kind of throw a throw a curveball at you because it's like yeah. so the first one is like a, a bug ah. type so you're like oh, i'm gonna go with fire i'm gonna be fucking yeah. shitting all over them but then he'll send out like a water type and yeah. you're kind of like what the fuck like their yeah. their their variations on pokemon are not true to their type yeah but mm. and that that's the dual types in this game yeah yeah, like, I, like, like okay. for example, I, I've got six badges actually now. I've just got the sixth badge, but my Luxray is level 47. My Infernape is level 46. So by the time I get to the Elite Four, I'm going to be yeah. mid, mid-60s, late 60s. Yeah, 70s if even. It's just because I fucking, yeah, like I'm, it, I'm, I'm it, such it, a slow player. The dual type works both ways as well, and it's mm. fucking you over both ways. Yeah. Like in terms of, 
just and again with the elite four one of their pokemon could be a a water type but they use a fucking thunder move on you and you're yeah. just like <laughs> yeah you, you feel you feel like you can it feels like you're up against an actual person rather than just an yeah. NPC. and mm. it, it does feel very clever in that sense because obviously when you send out that type it just automatically uses the most powerful effective whereas with the dual type you can send out a lesser but still know that move yeah. so it won't do yeah. that one hit on you if you do need the level stuff up go into the grand underground because as you get more badges the level of pokemon down there scales with you so if oh, you gosh. have if you have one badge they're like level 10 if you have three badges they're in the 20s i think if i go down now they're in the late 30s so if you do need to level up, just go down and farm some Pokemon down there. For yeah, I might do that because yeah. like, it's just, just annoying make... and it's ruining my yeah. experience that I'm kind of like, I might just disband the Elite Four and go level up. Do you up need Steven to give you teams. a hand with a, with a certain <laughs> dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a blue dragon there? I can do that. No, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's just got blue eyes. Yeah. It's, got, yeah. it's a white dragon. <laughs> that's the other anime. But yeah, I think overall... Um, I, I just i really enjoyed the remake like mm. those 20 hours flew by and i I didn't feel like bored at all i was more so mm. like oh i've played a good chunk i got to this new town i'm gonna stop playing it now because i want to keep that experience for yeah. next playthrough yeah i i do play it like just you were talking about how you play the game that you go you kind of play to the elite four you finish it i kind of treat the elite four as the tutorial if that sounds right no as in that's, no it doesn't like it, it it's like i tr i treat it like destiny story the game opens up then yeah. after that yeah like i i treat the pokemon games like i treat the campaign and destiny that i play through it to get to the good stuff or i play through yeah. it to get to the i'm now gonna farm for what i want and that's how i always treated pokemon games i don't treat them as a, i'm gonna just get through it get my team get to leave four and then i'm kind of done like most of my play, like I played me somebody who was very critical of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, I've played. I sound like fucking Adele there for a second. Um, how do you check this profile? I played four hundred and seventy-five hours of Pokemon Shield, so. I clearly enjoyed my I, are resets. <laughs> yeah, I I clearly enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah, but like was most of that now because of the max or the the raid layers. The raid, the, raid the, the raid layers, yeah. the raid dens, yeah. yeah. Just far, literally yeah. just farming them for hours and hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Not just the legendary, yeah. the the actual raid dens as well, because the shiny chance was so good. Oh, was it in the the wilds? Whatever in the it's called. Wild area. Yeah, it's called Maybe join. It's that. called join a Discord server. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I liked it and I hated it at the same time. Like, and it's it's the same with Pokemon Go. In that, yeah, I love it's getting shiny. I love getting shiny Pokemon. It's great having so many of them now. But at the same time, it takes away that <gasps> I got a shiny, no way, kind of feeling that you used to get. Like I remember when I first started going it, like I was I was um, Masuda methoding a, a Charmander years ago, and after I don't know how many I went through several hundred eggs. But when I finally hatched, it was kind of like oh, I got it, yes. One of those Whereas, moments, yeah. 
now it's kind of like, oh yeah, I got a shiny. Whereas I think that's why I enjoy the legendary shiny hunt so much in in Sword and Shield, in the Max Raid, um, the Dynamax Adventures, because it has that, I might get this in two runs, I might get this in 20 runs, or I might do this 400 times and still not get it. It gives me that feeling of, I got something. Whereas with the join a Discord server or community day in Pokemon Go, it takes away that feeling a little bit. It's like Xursold Galarhorn. Rather than, oh my god, I got it as a drop from fucking Crota or something. It just yeah. gives you that, it gives you that moment of, I remember where I was when I got this. Whereas... You mean you earned it, yeah? Yeah, uh, instead of earned it. But no, it gives you that feeling of, oh my god, I finally get it. And it's that moment of relief of getting it. Instead of just, oh yeah, I, I, I got it. I, I got it on a community today. Now, it's still cool when you get it, don't get me wrong. But it doesn't have that... I worked for this, I tried to get this, and I finally got it. It's great. That's not for everybody. That is something that I enjoy personally from playing mm -hmm. games. And it's probably why I enjoy Souls games, Steve, and why you enjoy Souls games. It gives you that, I finally got this, or I burned it yeah. to a crisp with Firestorm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And well, Elden Ring might have that as well, so... Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel I don't like know. I, I, I wanted to have Firestorm. Yeah, no. I, I kind of feel like I cheesed my way through Demon Souls a little bit. Like No, you played Demon Souls properly. That's yeah, it. I played Demon Souls as Demon Souls. I was actually... Do you know that the Twitter page I sent you last night there is at yeah. Son of High Legend? I hope I didn't butcher that. I love when they do Bloodborne or Souls game. Oh, because bosses, wa yeah. watching somebody who is like adept at playing those games is in my opinion one of the best things you can watch in video games whereas mm -hmm. when you watch someone who's actually not very good it's kind of like just what are you doing um but now watching them do the no hit boss battles it's just and it's not even do no hit boss battles it's that they know exactly what the boss is going to do and they are literally it's like it's like choreography they know, like, they've done it so many times that they are choreographing what they are doing next. And it's just, it's so satisfying to watch. It really is. Sorry, I got a bit off topic there. That's not Pokemon. But no, no. I'm in the prayers that Dark Souls a Pokemon, so it was relevant. Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a, it's a Pokemon game. Like, I, it, it's nothing, it didn't, it wasn't like they remade the whole thing. Like, they're more remastered than remake. Yeah, like it's it's the same games just with really really nice deal and textures and and some certain things are upgraded. Um, so yeah, like as that, it, it's exactly like it's what I expected to get. Mm. It's actually probably went a little bit past what I expected because I wasn't a fan of the art style. So it's what I expected to get with an art style that I like. So I'm kind of like, yeah, you know what? I'm really enjoying myself. And it's really, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for Pokemon Legends game to come out in Feb, Jan, Feb, whenever it is. Like, I'm January. really excited for that to come out because it's <laughs> another game in the Pokemon series, but it's something fresh and it's something new. Yeah. Whether I end up liking it or not when it comes out, yeah. it's still something new and I'm really excited for that. And these, getting the remake so close to that coming out 
it's just kind of it's like playing the network test for Elden Ring, Steve, and it's kind of poked the fire a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that now because of the even more because of the remakes. I know it's going to be a change. It's going to be quite different in a lot of ways, but it's still going to be a Pokemon game. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, no, I really am. And actually, even in actually, yeah, when I'm playing through these games now, you're kind of hearing things said by NPCs. That's kind of like. Oh yeah, it kind of links in of why they're doing that game. Like when you go to when you bring something to what's um the white-haired NPC's name in the black. I can't think of the name. Cynthia. Cynthia. Cynthia? Yeah. No. When you is bring it? it to her grandmother. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah, this town has been here since the beginning, since before Sino is even a region. It's like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a nice little nugget. It's, yeah. it's just how the dialogue kind of fits into all of that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, I'm getting excited for no. <clears throat> just saying, I'm getting excited for Legends Ar Arceus, and even now, like the in Pokemon Go, it's Season of Heritage. I'm like, ooh, they haven't announced what's going on. I'm like. Wouldn't it be amazing if we got Arceus in Pokemon Go? It's if finally. Probably. <laughs> so I saw a list recently of the Pokemon that they've skipped, like in Quite the generations and, le and Arc um, legendaries and stuff, and it's crazy. Uh, I yeah, think Ekleon's like... a funny one, Steve. Yeah. you mentioned that. How they how they're gonna do that? Yeah, no, they they've skipped quite a lot. They really have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and Arceus, like that's today was the first time in a long time I put like a decent amount of money into Pokemon Go because we have new legendary shinies for the first time oh, in yeah, a long time. Yeah. Were they the two you missed and you wanted them? Yeah, and then they came back again eventually last time. Yeah, I need to get a Reshiram actually. That was my first yeah, Zekrom they're, I got today. They're, they're kind of crap shinies, that's the only thing. But anyway. I like Reshiram with the gold tail. That's the, yeah. I like, like Zekrom. I like my shinies to be black. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I actually I just need them because I don't have them for the decks. That's fair enough. Yeah. So now, if anyone wants to trade me a Reshiram, I'll take it. But you got, we're gonna have to be yeah. a little bit closer for that. Or you just take my login details. That's. I wish that was true. the thing that they got rid of as well, like the distance. Because yeah, it's silly. It's you too much now. I can, I can, I can understand it. Like, if it was. A couple of hundred kilometers or within the same country, I could get that much. Mm -hmm. It's the ah, oh, you literally have to be touching nipples. Yeah, it's annoying. It, it's it's yeah. just it takes away it's from silly. the fun. It's silly because it, it like it defeats the purpose of having friends because yeah. you have yeah. to have friends in a close proximity rather than like, like when they do the when they extend the trading out to forty kilometers, whatever. It's it's fucking great. Yeah, you, you, you catch up all your lucky trades, but that—that's the thing. Yeah. It's like they're there, and then you're kind of like, "I'm We're never going to see friends. this person again." <laughs> We're lucky friends, yeah. But it's like half the people on your friends list. It's like you've met through raids or you've met through groups that you've done community days or whatever. That you're kind of like, you're—you're you're never going to come across those people again. So, yeah, having that basis is a bit of. Uh, yeah no, i agree it's like they did it with raids there's no reason they can't do it with this but you know exactly. what they you know what they'd fucking do if they did it they'd monetize, monetize it. it yeah they'd monetize Here, it. here's a trade pass you get one free every monday mm -hmm. do you know what? i won't even mind that because yeah. if it meant that they actually gave us the ability to do it yeah. and you got one yeah. free every week i go do you know what it's fine because you know i could actually yeah. do it that's not that's not a bad way to mm -hmm. do it in that 
Do you know the way you have for putting them into Pokemon Home? You can only do five shinies in a week. The energy. Or you yeah. can only do... You get the energy. They could do a trade the same way as that, that you only get so much at a time. That, 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 that I'd be fine with that. Yeah. yeah. I wish you could trade Any from uh, Pokemon Home back into Go. Because uh, that'd be great. I'm not going to shine at home. Because oh, oh. you brought everything yeah. into Pokemon Home. I, I saw Steven's Pokemon Home the other day. I was going like, do you even have anything left in Pokemon Go? <laughs> I do. That's the problem. Yeah. I just don't have anything good. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, well, I've got my Reshiram in uh, Pokemon Home. <laughs> you have it in there already? I have it in Home. I just don't have it in Go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like... In terms of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, like BDSM, P, BDSM, yeah. BDSP. I heard what you said. It was um, no, it wasn't. Flip the tongue. I know what that cardboard box is at the back. That's not. That's not a poster. That's a long L dildo. Oh, you want to <laughs> see this? You you keep talking. This is fucking. You were so cool, man. Oh, is this the vault poster? Is yeah. it? Oh, vault of glass one. Nice. I'm gonna. I have to frame it, but finding a correct size frame is a bit of a pain. Tell you what size. Uh... I wish there I know, was I one website is. called Frame.com, and you could literally drag the frame further out, and they will make that. <laughs> There's business for you. Yeah. Oh, nice. Got That's lovely, Jesus. Like yeah. I know the lights kind of ruining it, but you get the point. No, it's class. What's say in the back? You did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, all the glass yeah. 2021 and the artist's name. It's going right there. Nice. Yeah. But I haven't oh, decided definitely. where I'm putting it because I've got other stuff to put up as well, um, which I'll show them. You just off said it's second. going right there. Yeah. No, I haven't decided <laughs> if it's going central or to the side or. Oh, right okay. Because <laughs> I have other stuff that I want to put up there as well. So fucking good because I've got the stuff. I've got the DCP posters to frame and put up as well, like you have behind you. Like up behind me, yeah. Anything else you want to add in about uh, BDSP? Still, no. Sorry, no. I think um, I just think it's the oh, what? They're just prints nice. from the original trilogy. Like ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, if remakes going forward, if they kept this formula going, I'd be more than happy to buy them because, yeah. I'd, I'd happily play through the really rest because I, I haven't yeah. touched any of them, so I'd love for... Um, we never got a gold or silver one, did we? Did I miss we that? We had soul silver and heart gold, but they were, remade. The... They were remade for the DS. Yes. Yeah, so long, for the, which is a long time ago, yeah. They were remade at the same time Diamond and Pearl came out, I'm pretty sure. I think they were, yeah. Uh, like, what's next? Is is it black and white or is it X and Y next? Black and white. Black and white. Black and white's next, yeah. Which, again, I have no memory of them. Um, I only played I played them recently. I, like, I think I got halfway through yeah. it. Like, dot, dot, when, about two or three months before black and white released for the DS originally, that's when I got back into... Yeah, that's when I got back into the Pokemon games after taking a bit of a break as I was a teenager. Um... So, like, when Black and White were announced, I went and bought Diamond and Pearl and played through them. 
But I just, I, for some reason, I don't know why, I just don't have a good memory of Diamond Pearl Black and White. Whereas X and Y onwards, I I remember, like, Destiny. Did not play Black and White 2, no? I did, no, I didn't play Black and White 2, no. And they're, they're, they cost a fortune to buy now, it's like, I'm not bothered. Do they, do they have the same legendaries, or do they still Reshiram and Sekrom? Yeah, they brought in uh, Kyurem for that, yeah. I think, did they? Oh, okay. fusion, so it's like they the fusion bind together, yeah. Is that what Curium is? Is it? No, you, it's separate. Oh, they... You can you can fuse Curium yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have yeah. white Curium and black Curium. Yeah. Yes. Pure concept, but it is. They kind of went away from that sort of stuff. They kind of started it and they went, nah, fuck it. They try to find. I think every generation they try to introduce their new like Gigantamax and Megas yeah. and stuff like Actually, that. Actually, know so what? That's just... the one thing I'm kind of good that the Megas aren't part of this, and Mega Evolution's not part of Diamond and Pearl because I'm pretty sure it was in the originals. I think that's the one thing they left out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. That might have come later on. Um, I I, I thought I I thought they would have um brought it back for it they've been a recurring feature since its debut in x and y so they weren't available in diamond and pearl so fair enough never mind but yeah it would have been nice to have them like that's i think that's the one really sad thing about moving your pokemon from older games to home to the newer ones that the items that they were holding get left behind in the game so like you've got like the mega charizard um, I and the pins are right and all that stuff, and they all get left once you upload them to home. It's a bit sad, but yeah, they're not available in some games, so you can understand why. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked Mega Evolution. It was something I enjoyed. Never really used, and, and it's just something that my brain obviously there's I I have ter- I don't know why I've got such a terrible memory of Diamond and Pearl playing them originally. I just I'm playing. It, I'm like I don't remember this. I. I don't remember this city or this town or this area, whereas in any of the other games, like the originals or Black White aren't as bad or X, I remember so much of it. I don't know why it's so bad for Diamond and Pearl, despite playing them. I don't know. Have you anything else you want to add in about the, the game's remakes? Really? It's like, they, they, if you enjoy Pokemon games, you're going to enjoy these. Um, I think the one thing that's kind of wild is how popular Pokemon is again. Like, it's more popular now than it was when we were kids, somehow. Uh, maybe that's because of social media. It's just everything's dialed up to 150 million. Um, but, like, Pokemon over the last two years is the thing. I think Pokemon Go kind of relit the fire a little bit. That mm. suddenly all these millennials had a Pokemon game on their phone that kind of. Like, ah, oh, nostalgia, woo! And I think it kind of brought a lot of people back into it. And, like, Pokemon cards over the last couple of years has just been fucking daft. It's like... it's I, I've stopped buying them again because... Well, a couple of reasons. The first one that I used to, like, going in and buying the Elite Trainer box, open it up, bring it home, and then a month later go in, buy another one, and that. But now you have to pre-order them months in advance because they just sell out. And then, popularity. You, yeah. and then you've got the other thing of I mean, I bought one or two of these elite trainer boxes and I'm, I didn't get the one card that I want but 
Bob over here bought 20 of each trainer boxes and got everything and now I'm a bit jealous. So yeah, it just it it just creates this really toxic kind of environment that I don't really want to be a part of. So But yeah, the, the games the games are the games they they're colorful they're kind of a, colorful they're throwbacks. Different again. Yeah. yeah, like I find it's it's relighting my addiction to playing Pokemon again. And I started playing Pokemon Go a bit more because of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm thankful for some of the things I've been able to go to home. And I just wish the home integration was there so that I could fill up the, the Pokedex that bit quicker or bring over some of my nicer Pokemon that I have. And um, But no, it's... Yeah, like, in the evenings now, I'm actually, I look forward to just logging out of work, having food, and then just plonking myself on the couch and... Pokemon. I think um I think Louise loves when stuff like this comes out for the DS or for the Switch even because she'd be just doing her normal thing of watching something or playing something and I'm sitting on the sofa out there playing stuff. So like I might not be doing something specifically with her, but I'm in the same room so she's like, "Yeah, I get to see him a bit more." You're alive. <laughs> just turn the music up to max volume like you used to when you were a kid and used to drive your fucking parents crazy. Hearing the Pokemon Center team uh, song get still like when I think it was when the Let's Go games came out, I put them on the telly and started playing them through the Switch. And my mom came in from work and she just went, <laughs> That song. She shuddered. Like, I remember that in every fucking car journey when we were kids. Trying yep. to play it in a street lamp. <laughs> Do you remember the days when you hadn't got the backlit? On oh, the Game Boy. Oh. Did you have the magnifying light? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Still have it there somewhere. But, but yeah, yeah, I think... Um, like, they, they are... They, they're, they're, they're very honest remakes of the original games. They're not... any. They're not breaking fucking new walls or new territory. They, they're just what they are. Um, they look nice. They play fine. They're Pokemon games. Definitely worth it, like, as you said, if you're into Pokemon, it's definitely worth a purchase because it's everything that you've loved about Pokemon in newer, shinier format. They're also the reason why we're never going to get what Dill wanted with that, bring all the old games to the Switch, because they can just remake them and give them a new shiny mm. coat of paint and charge 60 quid for them. Yeah, That's why we're not going to get them. That's why we're never going to get them. However, if there was a subscription service that emulated all the old games, people would pay fucking crazy amounts for that. It could become an yeah. integration with home. I would love it just to be part of the flat fee we pay for Switch Online that is going nowhere and not be charged extra. But Yeah, it's not going to happen. I think the only reason I have that is so that I could play or I could use home. How much even to... is that per year? Is it 20 quid? 20 quid, yeah. Like, it's not that much, to the be The only fair. time I noticed it was when, like, I lost my fucking card or my card got... Something happened. Oh, it got swallowed by an ATM, I think. And it was like, your Nintendo subscription needs to be redone. Your card details are no longer... I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I pay for that once a year. <laughs> Whereas when it's PlayStation, it's kind of like, oh, that 60 quid's just gone. Oh, no. <laughs> 
that happened to me there on Black Friday. It came up and it was like, uh, that card you use is no longer yeah. in use. So your auto renewal didn't go through. I was like, thank God, because they were going to charge me 60 quid. Mm. And then Jesus. I had my GameStop voucher. I was like, grand. It was 40 quid in GameStop. I'll go in, end it there before GameStop oh. inevitably closed forever. And it's uh, happening. Got it for 40 quid. Oh, yeah. We're going to start uh, taking your advice and start pre-ordering stuff in Smith's. It's a much smarter way of doing it because my, Smith's is much more likely to last longer than GameStop because it kind of serves everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, because my brother asked me what I wanted for Christmas. He's like, I was going to buy you tell him the MacBook? opposite. <laughs> he, he's like, oh, I'm going to buy the opposite pokemon to whatever one you have now i was like i was like oh, i'll tell you what pre-order legends arcus for me in smith's in tralee and i'll pick nice. it up and uh so that's grand so i know that's safe now whereas if it was gamestop like well, that could be gone <laughs> yeah you know what's New really nice though actually i was thinking i was looking through steam today and i, eld- eld- I came across the Elden ring page i was kind of like I've already paid for you. <laughs> nice. nice. I was like, you're going to come out and I'm like, oh shit, I'll- oh, I already paid for it. Yeah. That was me with Guardians and it was it's actually just such a nice feeling of having a pre-order paid off. And it's not true Even... GameStop, so it's okay. <laughs> the, only way I oh, yeah, don't, you... I, the only way I don't get my game is if, well, from software go belly up in the next two months. Mm, imagine that. But yeah, because you paid yours off over time, Dill, didn't you, for Guardians? Yeah, I've I, I done that for Guardians, yeah. Yeah, but um, nice. won't be doing that with GameStop now if they close them. The only other big pre-order I'll be doing with them is for the ultimate, ultimate fan edition of Hogwarts Legacy. But oh, it'll be interesting to see what actually comes with that, yeah. Yeah. If it ever comes out. Daniel Radcliffe himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Actually, that's a fair point. Um, that that might get something next week at the Game Awards, potentially. Oh, oh yeah, there's loads of big announcements. Yeah, because yeah. mm. there's quite and a lot very next gen announcements. Yeah, I think this is the this is the showcase where we'll start to see next gen stuff for real. Yeah, because the last ones have been kind of what's already announced, whereas this is Diablo first person. <laughs> I can't wait for the uh, extra director's cut of uh, Death Stranding, the one that Kojima actually <laughs> yeah. directed. <laughs> the director's, BTs are the director's, director's cut. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Sony's director's cut. Sony's director's cut. We could even just Cyberpunk update as well. Well, they came out there recently and said that stuff was delayed or... Uh, they said whatever. that they in the, the earnings call was on this week and it gave a release window a q1 for the next gen update and that, oh, that's and that has a massive that's where the next big update is part of it and they said that okay. most of the staff have now moved from working on the main game to dedicated to the dlcs and expansions so okay. hopefully they're not too the first one of them's not too far away even if it's like an extra five hours every 20 like seconds <laughs> just anything I'd, I'd take anything to be honest yeah, we'll take one single map marker. He's like, yes. <laughs> give me a mission. Danger, exactly. moderate. <laughs> give me a mission. Or give me, give me a way to replay stuff. Like that. If they said, oh yeah, the first thing we're bringing out is a new game plus. I'm like, yay, that works. Yeah. Anything. The, um, I noticed as well, actually, because I remember you saying it to me before. The 
the names of all the missions are songs that Johnny Silverhands would have liked, but I, one of the missions I did a while ago was Disaster Pizza. I was meant to say that to you. I was like, oh yeah, Slipknot. Okay. Yeah, I like this one. I saw one today, <laughs> someone tweeted it saying Radiohead were my most listened to um, band of the year on Spotify, and Cyberpunk 2077 is mostly responsible for that. Because of that. Actually, movie. I. Based on the two of you doing your, um, I saw you put up your fucking Spotify. Oh, yeah. Spotify. So I did mine as well, just to be like, oh, I wonder what mine is. Go on. And uh, yeah, I need to find it now. I was uh, a little bit shocked. Well, it is mad because you go through stages and you're like, holy shit, January to March was still this year. And you could have been in a whole different kind of yeah. music stage or creative stage. Yeah, so like my top song, so number one, apparently I played this 66 times. Bang was... How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Stranded by Gojira. Then it was Your Power, um, Billie Eilish, but the uh, rock metal cover by Melodica Bros. Just put that out there. Uh, then Bad Apple by a band called Basement because it sounds a lot like the Endwalker trailer. Um, I have a question for Endwalker, actually, when you're finished. Then Hypnotized by System of a Down, and then uh, Ashville by System of a Down as well. And then in terms of my uh, top artists, it was Gojira, not surprisingly, System of a Down, Melodica Bros, uh, Masayoshi Soken of uh, Final Fantasy XIV, and Nobu Unimatsu. I was like, Jeez. wow. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, nice. yeah. So I found funny in my top artists of the year that Samurai, the band that Johnny Silverhand does in in mm -hmm. Cyberpunk, was in my top artists for the year. And one of my top songs for the year was also from Cyberpunk. Endwalker, is that the end of Final Fantasy XIV? Is that the final expansion? No, because, so it's... Because I've seen people talk about it, and from the way they talk about it, it's like this is the end of Final yeah, Fantasy XIV. The way it is, is that Final Fantasy XIV has focused on, I won't say the whole thing, but it's focused on a particular story um, about um, Heidelin, who you would have already come across, you know, the, the woman who speaks just like, hear, think, feel in your head, and it's the, the goddess and the crystal. So it's, it's the story of Heidelin and her opposite. And that story is coming to an end. And how that ends... We don't know, but they've come out to say like the story will continue after that. Okay. But what it will look like, we don't know. And if you play through this, the rest of Final Fantasy fourteen, you go through Shadowbringers. There's hints at what that would be, and that's why people are going. This probably is the end of Final Fantasy fourteen, but we've been told it isn't. So. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I was just, I've just seen some like people talking about it. Yeah, and the way they were talking about it was like this is the last thing that's ever happening, and then they're moving on. Yeah. It, I get. No, it's really cool. Like I, I can't wait to get into it. The early access starts tomorrow, but and I've pre-ordered so I can go, but I probably won't nice. touch it for ages. So, but you resubscribe to it as well. But it's um, looking forward to it because the story in Final Fantasy fourteen is unreal. And especially if it is the culmination of that one arc, that major kind of arc, I'd say it's mm -hmm. nice to get those payoffs. Yeah, especially with the way Shadowbringers went and the feels that they brought in and just how they changed direction with the story and made connections from seven or eight years ago. So yeah, be interesting to see how this goes. 
Um, I'm sure it will land. I'm not going to say I hope it will land well. I'm sure it will. Yeah, They've it's got such a part. massive following currently now as well. Like with how New World didn't take off and with how WoW yeah. has been. Imagine my produced. surprise. <clears throat> Sorry. But uh, MMOs, I think, carry a lot of more diehard players. They carry a lot more end-game kind of content um, players. I, it's not as easy to get into as your action-adventure yeah, or RPGs. Course, that they're looking for those fine, ironed-out things for end-game. And if you can't produce that for them, they move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, 100%. 100%. And I think with WoW... It's the stories at that point, and then obviously the controversy that's going on behind the scenes. It's been the longest gap between updates, so they need something to fill that gap. New World was supposed to be that gap, and it it hit that peak of sixty, and there was just nothing there update wise. So fun if, fantasy. If, if your graphics can't survive, well. <laughs> yeah. But apparently actually, that wasn't even that I game. Actually... It was just it was the graphics cards themselves that it it would have been an inevitable. It was just this was the one that sent it over the edge. Mm. Is what I was reading, but yeah, no yes world was and, fine for a while. Yes just, and no, and it was they didn't cap the fucking frame, so your graphics card just tried to work way too fucking hard. So it just went. Yeah. I actually don't even know if Falcon's got a new graphics card yet. Just speaking of that that you were saying earlier about him, um, that he did something nice. We weren't bitching about him. We did that off stream, off podcast. Sorry, Falcon. You're not listening anyway, so it's fine. Um, but no, I don't even know if he's got a new graphics card. His has been back with, um, I think it was EVGA. I think I'm not sure. Like it's been so. with them for six weeks now. He's been out of action for quite a while. Now I see he's playing Destiny on Steam with Chaotix this evening, so maybe he is back in action. But I don't actually know appreciate like that's a 3090 that he's been actually i think he actually just bought a 20 series card that he'll sell when he gets his back i think that might have happened that boy has too much money anyway this is yeah. the macbook problem sorry did that's come up a few times last <laughs> night my brother said oh, i'd love a macbook and i says ado don't buy a macbook if you want to buy a laptop get a gaming laptop because it's cheaper for better performance and better everything apart from it's that I've got a MacBook thing. Like it's better performance, but you have more features, you're less restricted, and it's the lower price tag. He's like, oh yeah, but that's just for gaming. And I was like, Edo, I know what I'm talking about. Please listen to me for fucking once in your life. Don't buy yourself a MacBook. Get if you're looking for something, get a Look at the MacBook price and then buy a gaming laptop for the same price. It'll be better, trust me. He's like, oh, but I don't play games. I was like, just tell him Apple hates shells. <laughs> Apple sponsor bows. Yeah. <laughs> that, that My brother hates bows. Apple said only out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Right, should we yeah. start wrapping it up then? Yeah, I think anyway, we've, we've hit. We've yeah, hit the... I think the recommendation on it is if you're into Pokemon games, go fucking play it. If you're not, yeah, I love then it. Yeah. tough, tough. It, it's not meant for you. <laughs> like it's if if you have a little horny on, horny on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing, meme like... invented. <laughs> like 
It's in the position. It's in the position. Like, I think it does need to be touched on. Like, with Pokemon games, it is the case of it's not broken, so Game Freak and Nintendo aren't going to fix it. Now, Pokemon Legends might completely throw that in the fucking bin for us, but it is that case of they are the way they are the games that they are, they're not going to take a big risk with them because, quite frankly, they don't need to. Because no, the Pokemon be games hard. sell like fucking freshly made Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> like they sell like they they sell like crazy, and it's the biggest IP in the fucking world. It's not going. It is. It's the most successful IP in the world. Is it? I thought Grand Theft Auto took that show. I maybe recently, but I was pretty sure Pokemon was the biggest. I did not gaming IP IP in general. I'm sure Disney would have something to say about that. No, I'm pretty sure that as it's, I'm pretty sure it's the most successful one. Um, it was up until recently, anyway. But it's the case of they aren't going to take a big risk mm-hmm. when it sells. They, they they sell out all over the fucking world in an instant. So yeah, I think arguing about. It's been the same thing for the last 20 years. Is it, It's a cow's point. It's a moo point. It <laughs> doesn't matter. It's Pokemon. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're the, like... the highest, highest grossing media franchise. I knew it was something. Anyway. Do you know what? Second to them, though. Hello Kitty. <laughs> Hello Kitty. Followed by Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse. Man. But anyway, Star Wars just about tops that. Go on. But yeah, it, it, like it, it's it's a futile argument to argue that oh, well, they need to change something because it's been the same thing for so long. Clearly not, because of how much they sell, they aren't gonna so still so successful. Now, Reddit and Twitter will tell you otherwise because the Pokemon fan base is one of the worst fan bases. Like it's horrendous. Like it's it makes Destinies look like a fucking walk in the fucking park on a nice summer's day. Like it's so toxic and polarizing and it's, it's yeah it's, it's a terror it's a horrible fucking fan base to interact with so i just don't sorry by the way anyone on youtube but just fucking are um but yeah like but it's so successful so they aren't going to change so just it's no just, if you don't like it just don't play it Prince money for them god fucking rains money for them mm-hmm but no, I think that's it. I think we can wrap it up with that now yeah. after Kev's little YouTube rant. Sorry. My bad. You're lucky they can't hit the dislike button anymore. Oh, they can. They just can't see it. We can see it, though. Can we? Yeah, there's a dislike button there, but only oh. the owner of the channel can see how many it has. So Fair I'm just going to make like 50 million YouTube accounts and just like it with all of them. So it'll make our page look really successful. Sounds good. Yeah. Bell's Maybe this is how we take off. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Um hopefully we'll be back next week because the game awards are on next Wednesday evening. Um and there'll be a showcase involved in that. So hopefully we can fit something in there. And um, we have a couple of ideas over the next few weeks to bring the first year to a close. So we have a few things to do and a few things to talk about. So we will try to do one next week on the Game Awards if we don't. Um, 
get wrecked, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we will yeah see I'll be here we... next, well, Tuesday. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're terrible, well, we'll, like we We're terrible at organizing times, by the way. First, first, evening. So first evening. First, first evening. evening works for me. Steven, you'll just have to set up with it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Peace. I'll bring the laptop to New York and I'll do it. <laughs> Coming live from Saturday night. Actually, uh, I'll, I'll do it off. I'll do it off. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.